Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for August 8th, 2023. I'm teaching a series on the parables of Jesus, and I said I was going to cover every parable, and I kind of got stuck on the first one. I call it the mother of all parables. This is part 32 of this parable. Okay, I'm wrapping it up so we can move on to other parables, but this is part 32 of this one. And the title of today's message is, There Are Levels of Harvest. I want you to know that not only does God want you to have a harvest, but God wants you to have a full harvest. God, Our God is the Lord of the harvest, and he will see to it that you reap a harvest on every seed sown, but he wants you to have a full harvest, the max extent. Say this, say it out loud. I want the max extent of everything that God wants for me. I don't want a partial harvest. God is not looking for a partial return. God is looking for the max. Say that. Say, God is looking for the max, and he will find it in me. Get ready for the word this morning. All right, so God is looking for the max and he's looking for it in me and I'm gonna provide the max in the name of Jesus. Listen, when faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, whenever you hear uh, the word of God, whenever you hear faith, your faith should be built up. Whenever you hear preaching, let me turn off these uh, notifications. Whenever you hear preaching, your word of God should be built up to the point where you are built up and edified, where you can believe anything. Listen, you watch today's word, let me tell you, you give me a few minutes when I'm done with you, you're going to believe that you can leap a tall building with a single bound. There's nothing you can't do. Say amen to that. Before we get into the parable, Psalms 126 and verse four is a scripture we've been looking at all year. Let me read it for you one more time. The Bible says, now, Lord, do it again. Say, Lord, do it again. Restore us to the former glory. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until dry hearts are drenched again. I declare that this you will have no dry areas in your life. Put that in the chat. No dry areas for me. Any area of my life that dried up, this is a season for the Lord to drench it again. So we've been looking at this parable. Let me break it down for you one more time. Jesus taught this parable. His disciples didn't understand it. He gave them the explanation in Mark chapter four, beginning at verse 13. He said, the farmer is like someone who plants the word of God down inside of people. Now, sometimes the truth is it falls along the path. Those are like the people that hear the word of God, but their understanding is unfruitful. And because they don't understand it, they're susceptible to Satan. Satan comes immediately and snatches away the word that was sown in their heart. Other people are like seed that's planted on rocky ground. These are the people that hear the teaching. Oh yeah, they quickly and gladly accept it. They say, amen, pastor, you better preach. Go ahead, preach. Yeah, yeah. But they don't allow the word of God to go deep into their lives. As a result, as soon as trouble comes or persecution comes because of the word that they receive, they quick to give up. Other people like the seed that's planted amongst the thorny weeds. These are the people that hear the teaching, but they have allowed their lives to become full of other things. They got way too much stuff going on for God. They don't have time for God. And so what happens? They have the kids of this world, the love of money and selfish desires. Those things choke out the word and the word doesn't work. And then other people are like good ground. Say good ground. Say I am good ground. Okay. Other people are like good ground now, but even then the good ground, sometimes it produces a 30 fold return. Sometimes it produces a 60 fold return. And sometimes it produces a hundred fold return. So let's talk about the levels of harvest. I'm going to try to take my time. So what does this mean for you today? I have several things to share with you this morning. I'm going to try to contain myself and not preach. I really want to teach this because I really need you. This is going to be some good teaching. You ready? Get ready to receive what God is about to release in your life. Let me take my time. You got it? All right, number one. I'm trying not to get too excited. 
this is good though. I love the word, y'all. All right, number one, number one. Many Christians do not receive the full potential of the word that God has spoken to them. And so God has spoken things over your life. And we're going to, unfortunately, many of us, myself included, are going to get to heaven to realize that while we did experience harvest, in some cases, we didn't experience the fullness of what God wanted, and there are multiple reasons. Now, when you watch today's word, you you guys that are watching like the, the video version of today's word, uh, I tell you to say all the time, I am good ground, right? In the series, I've been saying, I am good ground. And so you put it in the chat, I am good ground. I keep you uh, saying that. Why? Because I want you to believe that you're good ground. But then even then, there's levels of, of harvest associated with the good ground. So within the context of this parable, we see that God is the sower, so it's the same sower. God is the seed, is the same seed, and this sower wants the seed to produce a harvest. So what God is looking for from us, and we're the soil, right? God is looking for from, from us is a heart or our soil that receives the word of God without any distractions or competing priorities, and then holds on to that word long enough for the seed to produce the maximum result, right? Would we agree? That put that in the chat. Say, I agree, right? We The Lord wants it to produce the maximum result. So let's think about what Jesus is teaching here from this parable. Let's just think about it for a minute. God sows his word down into our heart. He does this by speaking words, either the words that he already spoke from the written word of God, the Bible, or the words that he speaks to us directly from the Holy Spirit. Either way, God is looking to get his word down into our heart. You, would you agree? Okay. Now, his word down into our heart, this parable says, is like a seed. And the seed comes with the power to produce a harvest. Now, the potential for a full harvest, put in the chat, a full harvest, the potential for a full harvest is inside of every seed that we receive from God. So the potential for a full harvest is there. That doesn't mean that we're going to get a full harvest. Now, once again, no word from God I've told you this many times, no word from God ever comes to you without the power to perform it or the grace to perform it. No word from, you will never receive a word from God without the grace to perform it. It would be unrighteous of God as a father to expect you to do something he has not equipped you to do. You got it? So put this in the chat. What God expects me to do, he equips me to do. Someone else could say, what God equips me to do, he expects me to do, right? And so God gives you the word, but the word comes with the grace to perform it. So the power to do what God said is locked up inside of the word that he spoke. So when God speaks something to you, it is a seed, and that seed comes with the power to produce what God said in your life, right? Okay, Brother Pena, help me understand. Well, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter four, by faith we understand. I could just stop right there. It's by faith that we understand. But he says, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed, not by stuff that, that you can see, but they were framed by the word of God. God spoke words and everything was created. So never underestimate the power of a word from God. When God speaks a word from you, that, that to you, that word comes with the power to perform it. So the way that we receive the word, the way that we receive the seed is what impacts the harvest that we get from it. So the power to produce a hundredfold return is locked up inside of every seed. Put in the chat a hundredfold. The, the power to produce a hundredfold return 
is locked up inside of every seed. But we see in this parable that in three out of the four types of soil, they didn't get any return. And then in the good ground, some people got a 30-fold return, some got a 60-fold return, and some got a 100-fold return, which was God's intent, right? But seeing the 100-fold return, unfortunately, in the body of Christ today, I would say is the exception and not the norm. And, and it's not that there's something wrong with God. God is never the problem. <laughs> say God is not the problem, right? You can put that in the chat. Uh, somebody asked me to put that on the t-shirt. God, if there's ever a problem between you and God, God is not the problem. So there's nothing wrong with the sower or the God. There's nothing wrong with the seed or, or the word of God. If there's a problem, the problem is you and I. You got it? All right. I'm just trying to take my time. I'm trying to break this thing down. Number two, <laughs> there are reasons why believers fail to walk in the maximum potential of the word that they receive from God. There are reasons why there, there are some believers that are walking with God and in God and in faith at a greater level than others. There are reasons, right? So remember, if there's ever a disconnect between you and God, you're the problem. God is not the problem. So in the parable of the sower, three out of the four types of soil produced zero harvest. Let that sink in for a minute. God gives us uh, this parable, four types of soil, four types of people. In three out of the four types of soil, the return on the harvest on the seed was zero. Zero. That represents us, right? So that means that God is sowing seed and there, there are situations where people are doing nothing with what God said. And we already explained, Jesus explained why in the parable. So we are the people that have to receive the harvest, uh, receive the seed in such a way that it will produce a harvest. And then we see that there are varying levels of results. So there are different levels of yield from the seed, even in the good ground. So when you get to the fourth type of soil where there is good ground, there are varying levels of yield from the seed. Not because the seed was different. It was the same seed, but the soil was different. Even in the good ground, there's levels. Say that. Say there's levels to this. So there's different levels of submission and there's different levels of faith, right? I'm, I, I can't teach all of this today. This is real good. I'm gonna have to keep, continue flowing in this vein tomorrow. So if you don't believe what God said and God speaks to you, or if you don't hold on to it long enough to see it come to pass, or if you don't hold on to it long enough for the fullness to come to pass, this is what I, I'm convinced that happens all the time. Sometimes the word starts to work and, and, and people get a 30-fold return and they get so excited that they know that this is not what God said. It's not the fullness of it, but they settle for 30. Some people settle for 60. Put this in the chat. I will not settle for anything less than 100. And so, so what I want is the max. I, I don't know about you now. Now, don't get this wrong. Oh, Brother Pena, you're being arrogant. You're being cocky. No, I'm being submitted. I want what God wants for me. And all I want is what, I don't want anything more than what God wants for me, but I don't want anything less. And so I, I don't want to settle for 30, 34. I don't want to settle for 64. I want everything. When I get something, oh Lord, I thank you for this, but I know that's not the fullness of it though. I'm going to remain in faith without a doubt, without wavering until what? Until I see the whole thing come to pass. Some people get a little portion of a harvest and they get so excited that they just like, okay, and they disengage their faith. 
Put in the chat, I will not disengage my faith. Mm -mm. I'm going to believe what God said until I see what God said, until the fullness of it. I'm not going to receive a partial return. I want to see the whole thing. Say amen to that. Number three, some people receive no harvest or partial harvest. So we already covered that three out of the four, four types of soil, the wayside soil, the rocky soil, the thorny ground, all of that got zero return, right? And then in the good ground, there's varying levels, 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. So let's pause for a minute. Um, let's think about God. Let's think about his word. Since what I just said is accurate from the parable, the word of God only produces a harvest in the people that receive it correctly. So, and if that's true, and it is true, I want to point out that a good portion of the criticism that the church receives today is unwarranted. Let me pause for a minute on this one. So if it's true that the word doesn't produce in three out of the four types of soil, and then in the good ground, there's varying levels of results. And so there are very few people that are walking in the, the max extent of what God wants for their lives. And let me just say this, those people, this is why in Mark chapter 10, this is not in my notes, but I feel led to talk about it. In Mark chapter 10, when Jesus said it's, it's easier for a rich man, uh, uh, it's difficult for a rich man to make it into heaven, it's easier for a camel to make it through an eye of a needle than for a rich man to make it into heaven. And then the disciples were like, well, who can be saved? Lord, what are you talking about? Like, we've given up everything to follow you. Like, we've given up everything. Peter was like, I walked away from my fishing business. And, and what, what, what's going, what do you mean? And he said, okay, hold on. Slow down for a minute, Peter. No man that gives up mother, brother, sisters, what, anything that you give up for me or for the gospel, you're going to receive a hundredfold now and this time, but with persecution. He said, listen, if you give up stuff for me and you start walking for me and you start being who it is that, that I called you to be, you're going to receive a hundredfold now. You're going to receive a harvest on every seed sown and eternal life. He said, listen, don't, don't get this. Don't get the hundredfold return confused with eternal life. Like these are not the same thing. He said, you're, you're still going to have eternal life, but you're going to receive a hundredfold increase now in this world for the things that you give up for me. But that's going to come with persecution. Why is it going to come with persecution? I already told you three out of the four types of soil doesn't produce anything. There are people that, that go to church and, and it's not working for them. There, there are people that go to church Sunday after Sunday and nothing is happening in their lives. And so then in the good ground, there's 30, the 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. If you're one of those people that start walking in a 100-fold return and God is moving in your life and you have joy and you have peace and you have excitement and you have favor and God is opening doors for you that no man can close and closing doors for you that no man can open. Let me tell you something. The people that are not getting nothing, they're going to criticize you. And they're going to criticize what they do not understand. A lot of the criticism that the church gets is unwarranted. It's coming from people that don't know God, don't really understand his word or his ways, or maybe it could be churchgoers that are just frustrated because it's not working for them because they're one of the, the three types of soil that's not working. And then even within the good ground, there's levels to this, right? There's a 30-fold, there's a 60-fold, and there's a 100-fold return. So let me just say something. You cannot be moved by the criticism of others. If you start walking in the full, you start living your best life. Put in the chat, my best life. Let me tell you something. If you start living your best life, you're going to receive criticism. And unfortunately, it will come from Christians sometimes. It's going to come from people that go to church. It's going to be, oh, it don't take all that. It don't take all that. And it's going to come from your family. Like there's going to be people in your family that it, it, it just, it is what it is. We live in this world. We live in this world, right? So, but think about it. Think about 
there was the first soil, zero return. Second soil, zero return. Third soil, zero return. Fourth soil, levels of return. If you're one of that hundredfold up here, you're one of the, the I'm talking about, like you are not the majority. And you start walking in the max extent of God's favor, purpose, increase on your life. You start yielding to God and God starts to use you in ways that you never imagined. Believe me, these other people, there's going to be criticism, but you cannot be moved. Just pray for them and you, you just keep being you, right? Put in the chat, I will not be moved. All right. Praise God for that. All right. Number four. God requires you to receive his word in faith. I think this is my last point for today because I, I, I can't, you know, there's only but so much you can stand in one day. All right, tomorrow I'll, I'll deal with this some more. But here's number four. God requires you to receive his word in faith. Put in the chat, I receive his word in faith. When you receive a word from God and you rest in what God said, as far as God is concerned, you believe this is already done. Put in the chat, say it's already done. It's already done. I believe if God made plans for me from the foundations of the world. And when God speaks something to me, he's revealing to me what he already did. It's, only, it's already done in heaven. It's only a matter of time before it manifests on the earth. So you know, watch this. Here's some things you know in faith. Let me teach you. Let me give you a quick faith refresher as I close out this message. You know in faith that you don't have to make it happen. God already made it happen from the foundations of the world. You know in faith that you don't have to earn it. Jesus earned it for you. You know in faith that God's promises are offered to you by his unearned and amazing grace. Grace is unearned, is unmerited, is undeserved. I don't work for grace. I work by grace. So you are open to doing whatever the Holy Spirit leads you to do by faith, but you're not doing it to get God to move. You're doing it because you believe God already moved. You're not doing it to get God to provide because you believe God already provided. Come on now. You're not doing it to try to earn it because Jesus already earned it for you. You're not doing it to try to make it happen because you believe that God already made it happen. You're just you're just setting your faith in agreement on the earth. You're just yielding yourself unto God. You're just doing what you believe is already done. You're just doing what you believe the Holy Spirit is leading you to do. And that's how you do it. And you're in faith without wavering, without a doubt. And I'm not moved by what I see. I'm only moved by what God said, and I know that it's only a matter of time before I see in my hands what I've seen in my heart. Say amen to that. So you believe that the story of your life was written before you ever live one day. That's what David said. You believe that God made plans for you from the foundations of the world. Lots of scripture for that. You believe now you're living out your life in faith without a doubt, without wavering, and you're not trying to get God to move. You believe that it's already done. What you are doing is, this is what the apostle Paul prayed, and this is not in my notes, but in the, the apostle Paul, if you read the prayers that he prayed, like in Ephesians or in Corinthians, he's not praying for, for God to give them what they want. No, he's praying for the eyes of their understanding to be open so that they can see what God already gave them. Huh. God, God, he says, I'm praying this, that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened, flooded with light so that you would know what is the hope of his calling and the exceeding great riches that he has in heavenly places in Christ Jesus for you. And, and this is stuff that he already stored up for you. These are things that he already planned for you. I'm not praying for you to to pray and, and God give you whatever you want. No, no. I'm praying for you to find out what God already gave you from the foundations of the world. That's how faith works. The reason why that there's levels of, 
of return on the seed is because there's levels of faith and there's levels of believing. Not everybody lives the way that I just explained. Not everybody understands faith on this level. Faith receives what God has already provided. There are some people that say, oh, my name is Jimmy. Give me, give me, give me. And they put in Jesus name on it and they think that's faith. No, that's selfishness. That's not faith. Faith is you discovering what God already gave you from the foundations of the world and you submitting unto that, no matter how difficult it is or no matter how much of a blessing it is. You need to receive what God already planned for you, even though it may be a blessing, even though it may attract persecution, even though you may be misunderstood and people will criticize what they do not understand. You got to walk in the fullness of it. Say this, I want the max. So there's a reason why three out of the four types of soil didn't produce any harvest. They had no faith. So, and there's a reason why even in the good ground, there's varying levels of harvest. Why? Because there's varying levels of faith. And so some people have no faith, right? So Jesus looked at his disciples on his own team and said, how is it that you guys are on my team and you have no faith? This is dry. What is wrong with y'all? You're on my team. You're part of my personal staff and you have no faith. Some people have no faith. Right? Even though God dealt to every man the measure of faith, they're not operating in it. Some people have little faith. The disciples would say, Lord, increase our faith. I mean, we need to believe on another level. Some people have strong faith. And so, yeah, so yeah, it's going to reach the levels of harvest is going to be dictated upon the level of faith. And so there, there are people that have faith. And some people, like I said, they receive a little bit of the harvest and they settle. They, and, and, and so they settle for 30 fold and they think that that's it. No, I want the max. Put in the chat. I want the max. So check your heart this morning as I close. I, I said I was not going to preach, but I got, I, I got excited. I'm going to flow in this vein again tomorrow. Are you one of the types of soil, as I close, that produces zero harvest? Think about it. Check your heart. If you're one of the first three, zero return. Okay. Say I'm good ground. Okay. Now, within good ground, there's 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. Are you one of the people that, that is going to settle for a partial harvest? Put in the chat. No, I want the max. I've given you enough to think about for today. And I'm going to pick this up from here tomorrow. I told you that if you listen to me, your faith is going to be built up. You're going to be edified. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Speak this. Let's seal the deal. I want you to open up your mouth and say this. Say, Father, this is a season of refreshing and restoring for me. I boldly declare, I embrace the full potential. I'm talking about the full potential. I embrace the full potential of every word you have spoken over my life. My heart is the soil where your word takes root and flourishes. I commit to receiving your word free from every distraction. And I will persevere until the fullness of the harvest has come to pass. Your spoken word arrives with the grace to perform it. So I embrace that grace. To do so, I ensure that my heart is fertile soil. I am receptive to your word. And the power for a hundredfold return is inside of every seed that you sow in my heart. I declare that I will activate the grace with unwavering faith for a maximum harvest. I am good ground and your life is emanating from my life. Living this way, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith <laughs> in Jesus name. I told you this was going to be good. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and 
prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes. You get my notes for free. Why not sign up? Sign up right now. Get my notes for free. All my notes in your email inbox every day for free. I love you. God loves you more. I want you to have an amazing day. Walk in the blessing. Greater is coming for you. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Hey, do me a favor though. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing. Share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Talk to you tomorrow. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material. And there's also apparel there as well. Listen, thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.